This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Budget's about supporting people. It's about being there for people. It's about being there to make sure that they have the health care they need. It's about being there to make sure they have the, like, to help people get the housing they need. Um, it's about there to make sure that there's teachers in the classroom, that there's the support people in the classroom. That's one way to look at it. That was Finance Minister Katrina Conroy on with us just a few minutes ago. But on the other side of things, there's a very different way to look at it. Joining us now to talk about that is Sonia Firstenau, who's leader of the BC Green Party. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, delighted. Thanks for having me, Simi. What is your take on the budget? Hmm. Well, I would say that uh, not unlike the interview we just heard with the the Minister of Finance, uh, the budget really lacks a clear vision for the future of this province at a time when people are really struggling. A lot of British Columbians are holding on by a thread. This budget offered very few... uh, really inspiring, hopeful ideas for how we're going to transform this province and this economy so that it doesn't leave people behind. And to hear the minister talk about, you know, we need, uh, we've had a lot of climate emergencies and that's why we've put that in the contingency budget. Yet again, the NDP demonstrates that it looks at climate change like some kind of contingency afterthought instead of realizing this is a time when we have to transform our economy, transform ourselves into a clean energy superpower and really create a future for our children that that lets them know that we're investing in in them and in the ability for them to thrive. And none of that, none of that was in this budget. It was a budget, again, in line with the last four years of budgets from this government, they've somehow managed to spend over $300 billion with very little to show from it. When she talks about services, people can't count on primary care. They can't count on health care being there when they need it. We have kids in overcrowded classrooms everywhere in this province without EAs and enough teachers to support them. And we have a government that's determined to increase density everywhere in this province but doesn't realize that you need to put in transit infrastructure so that we're not spending most of our time sitting in traffic jams. What do you think were the biggest missed opportunities here? What should they have done? Uh, it's the same missed opportunity of, of every year um, since 2020 uh, that this government has uh, failed to recognize that climate change isn't going to magically stop producing the the terrible outcomes and results that we're seeing, the fires, the droughts, the floods. Uh, We have to orient ourselves in a way that recognizes action on climate is actually also action on affordability, that we have to connect the dots between the, the kind of economy that we have and the way that that economy doesn't have to leave people behind the way that we are seeing now. This government is more interested in protecting the interests of industry, more interested in ensuring that multinational oil and gas companies are going to line their pockets with profit than they are in seizing on the opportunity that we have in BC to like 
transform our economy and be a world leader when it comes to innovation around clean energy. Pretty sure industry would look at it differently than that. I'm sure they think that there wasn't enough support for them in the budget. Well, uh, it's interesting. Let's just look at the hydro rebate that uh, that seems to be a cornerstone. This government also loves to give away one-time rebates or, you know, $100 here and there, which do not solve the systemic cost of living problems that people have. But just that hydro rebate, we're going to see hydro rates go up in this province because of Site C. Site C has largely been built to provide subsidized electricity rates to the L. Ambience are going to pay more for their energy. LNG, the LNG industry is going to have a sweetheart deal on their energy rates, uh, ensuring that they have, this is what the NDP did in, in 2019. They made sure that the LNG industry was going to be guaranteed profits while British Columbians foot the bill for that. Every region in the U.S. that has begun exporting LNG has seen their domestic energy rates go up, and I am certain that that's what we're going to see here because we are subsidizing a multinational dirty fossil fuel industry. What about the opportunity to, you know, provide more transit? What would you have done? What about, you know, infrastructure projects? So that's, I I was listening to to Von Palmer uh, earlier and, and we said this yesterday, if you, if you're a government that says we're going to have, uh, we're going to go into debt, we're going to, there should be something, uh, to show for that, and and this budget really doesn't have that, a transformative investment in public transit, and we've been calling for this for years now, but if you have the opportunity to take reliable, high-speed transit as your primary mode of transportation, you can say you don't need to have a vehicle uh, or you don't need to use a vehicle very much at all. That alone can save people enormous amount of money. You know what? I'm going to have to cut you off there just because it's been hard. Your phone has been cutting out. And it's been hard for us to hear you. But listen, Sorry thank you. That, That's OK. Jimmy. No worries. But thank you very much for your time this morning. We appreciate that. Thanks so much. OK, bye. That is Sonia now, the leader of the B.C. Green Party, uh, with criticisms about this year's B.C. budget. And certainly would like to hear from you on this, too. Now, the government says, hey, no, no there's a lot in there for families. Do you feel that? Do you feel that there are things in there for you, for your family? Simi at CKNW.com.